Hey everyone, welcome back to Fresh Off The Press, the show where you can find bands and artists that are fresh off the press. I'm your host, Jared, and today it's another Fans Have Ox episode, and we have another special guest with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Ali McPherson. I'm a singer-songwriter from Scotland, and uh, yeah, I've just been making music for the past like five years or so. It's kind of like indie pop, it's just whatever I want, really. Um, but yeah, it's really cool yeah um so how long have you been doing music for i mean i've been releasing music for about five years now but i would say i've been like i've been involved with various bands and different projects and trying out different things here and there probably since i was about 12 or so years old i started playing the drums when i was about nine um and then did a lot of stuff with that through uh, high school and then started playing the guitar while I was in high school. University to study the drum kits where I kind of like picked up songwriting and started getting into songwriting, started getting into like band stuff and also trying out my own solo stuff. And then, yeah, just after that, basically, just it's it's a lot easier releasing solo stuff I found than working in a band. Um, <laughs> and also means you get paid the full cut when you do a gig. So, um, <laughs> so i've just sort of stuck with that the whole time nice nice so do you know how fans have ox works by any chance uh, i believe so so um from what i've listened we're gonna listen to some songs and just talk about them yep so we have a playlist consisting of 389 songs we have a random number generator that goes from one to 389 um, and it's gonna randomly pick a song we're gonna find that song we're gonna give people a little biography of that band if we can find one uh if not we're just gonna make a little couple assumptions and hopefully we like the music and then we're gonna talk yeah. about them after we listen all right cool awesome so let's see what number we got 209 so okay let's see what we got here 209 we got hundredth um i actually know this band i i believe i've, I've never heard of this band I I remember them being really underground, and then by the time I wanted to promote them, it was too late. They, ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like a kind of psychedelic rock kind of pop stuff. All right, okay. Pop artist. So, I'm real, and it's neurotic too. Uh, I remember that song. This one's very heavy in psychedelic rock. They became more pop later on, right? Um, okay. But neurotic is more rock if i remember because it's been a while but yeah I, I i do remember this band i do like them uh let's see what their numbers are at they have a hundred and twenty eight thousand monthly listeners okay. uh from well, what i'm looking million streams on neurotic there so yeah ah, so that's... so we're in for a we're in for a big boy one <laughs> yeah all right all right and so for those who are listening to the commentary only version that was neurotic by hundredth uh yeah i really like that song i forgot how much yeah. i did it's been a long time since i've listened to that song never heard that song before it's got it's got such a i don't know it, it really brings me back to about i don't know 2005 2006 <laughs> kind of like you know that kind of like era of um almost like emo kind of hard psychedelic like mm -hmm. it's there's like the drums and the kind of um guitar have touches of almost like Linkin Park-ish and there was oh, kind of yeah. some of that screamness and then it's also got touches of stuff like him maybe and kind of those kind of bands 
Uh, mm-hmm. but it definitely feels very it feels like i could watch like a halo 3 montage over it yeah. like, really really yeah. like i'd be sitting there on my computer and just like oh wow he, he just got a headshot um <laughs> but yeah i thought that was a fantastic that was really cool those drums are so punchy oh yeah but yeah um i'm more used to their pop stuff now but i definitely mm. kind of miss back when they were this sort of like hard psychedelic uh, almost kind of metal in a sense because you kind of hear some scream vocals in the back but yeah. I like the mix of you know trance in the back where you have this yeah. drone you have this droning on vocal sample in the back uh, mainly during the chorus and just how long those notes kind of hold out for especially in the chorus um, almost feels like you're kind of floating but you have this like really harsh you know metal in the back that really like emphasize emphasizes a lot of the instrumentation in the back it's really good yeah there's a really good kind of um i can really think of the word a kind of um opposite thing going on there where there's um i would i want to say the word oxymoron but there's a kind of yeah you've got this this really light this really sort of light main melody going through and there's a lot of kind of reverb pushed on that as well so it's giving it a lot of space and then it's followed by this really really punchy kind of like really punchy um rhythm section um that's just pushing it yeah which is really cool it's a great sound and the thing that yeah the thing that kind of surprises me the most about it is that you would think like with such two different styles of music it would kind of clash and really go against each other but instead they kind of really complement each other and it's yeah very interesting how they made it work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that was a really cool song i liked it um Oh, those drums as soon as as soon as those drums came in i was like whoa <laughs> whoa all right there was just a lot of like really powerful stuff but yeah that was a cool song yeah those lyrics right. as well were really kind of dark and kind of a wee bit creepy i quite like that yeah especially yeah they like you see they yeah. like repeated you decompose like way too yeah. much like like wow yeah i wouldn't trip out on this <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> cool cool song would not trip on it yeah, um, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right so next up we have 261 so we're still in the 200 range uh let's see what we got here aj tracy yumiko i hope that's I'm saying a that. familiar name to me Adam. uh i'd hope so because wow <laughs> 215 yeah, uh-huh. million listens five oh. one, five million monthly listeners jesus yeah no this is a no i think this is a great artist i think uh let's it's, see what might be he's yeah he's from britain he's from uk yeah i'm because th- I, I saw tiago silva's tiago silva was a big hit um yeah so I've never really listened to it. To be honest, as coming from the UK, I've not. It's the one genre I've not listened to a lot is grime. Um, when really? I have, it's only like Skepta, who's like kind of the probably the biggest artist, the one that the only one that kind of broke America somewhat. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, yeah. Oh, so this will be interesting. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with like the. I assume this is probably hip hop kind of adjacent. It's or even it's like really, drill. Yeah, uh-huh. It's it's drill and grime and I think I think it'd actually more be classed as drill, I'm not sure. Mm. Um It's not yeah, it's not a genre I've listened to too much, but it's insanely it's insanely popular over here. Obviously it won't be as much so in the States, but over here it's like um it'll, it's in the charts. 
um mm -hmm. it's really popular among um sorry if, if you're a fan of this like it sells arenas and stadiums and stuff like yeah. that um, so it's really really popular over here yeah drill over here um it has its fans but it was mainly just a small blip in everyone's radar it wasn't like yeah the most popular thing there's still a lot of artists who try and do it but a lot of people just kind of you know it was a i don't want to say it was like mumble rap where it was like a little blip but it was very big around like the time when it was starting to get big in uk but they tried to push it over here and it didn't it worked but it also didn't like there's not a lot of drill yeah. rappers over here that are super popular except for maybe like ice spice but that that's really it it's it's i think a lot of its dna is so rooted within a lot of uk culture mm -hmm. um and not just uk culture but also this kind of like um the beats behind it and everything um surrounding the instrumentation of the song is also sort of based on what kids would have listened to in the uk which is slightly different from obviously a lot of the songs bled over but like we have our own completely own different um charts list which will have yeah. artists that you guys won't have even heard of or <laughs> will have heard of in you will hear about in 20 years time like the arctic monkeys were massive over here and then no one heard about them anymore and then suddenly they were massive in the states so it's, yeah it's a really weird sort of unique thing uh, but this will be cool to listen to yeah yeah all right so i guess this is kind of a new thing for the both of us let's uh let's dive into it all right that was definitely not what i was expecting however i really liked that probably yeah, because it, it was probably because it was less of a drill rap beat i'm not a huge like drill guy um it kind of mixed like a lot of I, I do from what i've heard of uk rap i it has mixed a lot of like uk flows and a lot yeah. of wordage obviously but mm -hmm. it has a more american type flow with it and i think that's what i really like about it but i also was paying attention to a lot of the lyrics too and i picked up a lot of like the anime references and all that yeah. stuff which i think is always i think that's always cool when every time yeah, a rap artist references really that I felt bad because I've not seen Akira. So You've never okay. seen Akira? I've not seen Akira, so Dude. I was, I know I, I I felt really bad because I'm I was thinking I said I'm sure this would go so hard if I'd seen Akira. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure this would I mean be really like, oh man, this is awesome. I know I know I should watch it. Uh yeah, if you if you did watch it a lot of artists like reference it and you'd probably watch mm -hmm. it and be like, Oh, okay, yeah. I get where that come from yeah. that comes from. But yeah. yeah. Um there were a lot of little uk references as well i noticed in there that there's um i think it was slide like shearer which is like harry shearer who i think is the striker for the england team mm -hmm. um and just little words and things here and there i i would so i would like to say that's a that's a grime beat except i'm not an expert on the subject and i don't want to say that with confidence yeah i like that i'm from and a, a lot of um a lot of that genre as well it's not just it's uk based but it's quite english based it's very very england based it's very mm. kind of london hackney all these kind of areas um and so it still does well up here but um it's there are a lot I, like the ins and outs of the genre i'm not qualified enough to yeah. comment on um i'm not too qualified either but from what i could tell from my rap knowledge um a lot of that beat was mainly like you would you'd hear a lot of it in more like underground indie rap over here where it's like this sort of mix of lo-fi but also kind of like harshness with like the 808s yeah, and stuff like that 
those animates um, were like well you, you could really feel them and it was a nice yeah kind of, yeah a nice kind of like really chill beat um really chill beat really kind of chill kind of like um like bells going on but then that 808 would just kind of kick you and especially because it had it would come on the there was a lot of repetition in the lyricism obviously like it was a yeah. chorus but it was kept coming back and when it was kind of punched by those 808s really and it had that kind of rap thing i always associate it with the beastie boys where you've got like <laughs> line and then uh, everyone saying the one line or just like a double track over the one line and mm-hmm. um, to just give it so much punch but that was really cool I, i'm you yeah. know i'll probably listen to that one again that was cool yeah no i saved that one i was yeah. i was like okay i dig that i dig this yeah. um but yeah no definitely like one of the more i think I, if any UK rap artist, I'd, I'd go back to him because, again, I, from what I from what I know in terms of UK yeah. rap and all that stuff, it's typically usually like drill, and also just kind of like very like the, the flows are not my forte, but this one was kind of like familiar to me. So maybe who knows? I'll I'll get into them more. <laughs> no, it just I, I it just hit me there of how this artist. Um, there was a really viral video that went round about. Oh, it must have been about four or five years ago, mm-hmm. um, where basically uh, he performed the second song there. That's how I knew the song, Diego Silva. I'm sure this was him. And he invited yeah. a fan on stage. Um, the fan had that one of those signs, you know, like, can I rap this song with you? And it was at Reading and Leeds Festival. So at this massive outdoor stage, huge festival. And he invited this boy on stage, and this boy's really like a tiny little kind of teenage guy, and he's got <laughs> a wee hat on, and he's clearly just having the time of his life. And he gets in, and the two of them just rap at each other, just doing it perfectly in sync. Damn! It went mega viral. Like the the guy got really famous off of it. Um, yeah, I'm sure that's the same artist. Um, that's a good video to watch if you've not seen it. It's it made the rounds in the UK. Um, yeah, but, but I can. It, might be able to find it i'm sure it's future me uh for the youtube version of this episode put up the put up the tiktok or like video or something yeah <laughs> yeah um if it's not then I'm, i'll look like an idiot but yeah. i'm sure i'm i'm i feel that's right in my head all right let's see what we got next 61 wow we are going all the way fucking down um 61 okay we got Persian fur. Is that evented? Evented. I've I have the song liked, so I've heard it before. Um, let's see. Uh, one hundred and fifteen thousand monthly okay. listeners. Two million on one song, but it looks like nothing else. Let's do a quick fact check on that. If it can load, it's not going to load. Cool. Um, let's see. Even tied. <laughs> okay, okay. Even tied. It's pronounced that. All right. Uh, Austin. <laughs> uh, okay, so he's from Austin, Texas, debuting okay. October 2021. So he's still fairly new yeah. uh, to the game. And two million in what? Two years? That's that's pretty that's good. Insane. That's insane. That, that's pretty good. But yeah, I, I guess I've heard this song before. I I don't know. Uh, let me go back to his bio and let's see what kind of genre we're dealing with here. Bass lines, wash melodic guitar. Okay, so we're definitely in like a rock territory. Yeah. 
Okay. Maybe maybe even like hyper pop, we could probably be dealing with that too. Mm-hmm. Um kind of he not to I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, but he kind of looks like a hyper pop artist. Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I think it's just because he's that young. Yeah. I, I as soon as I see an artist who's kind of below the age of twenty one, I just assume it's hyper pop. Yeah, and judging by the like anime aesthetic right here, yeah, you know, uh-huh. I'm assuming uh-huh. that uh, Moto Bandit. So that's a pop band. Beach Vacations okay. emo. So. I think we're diving in that territory of like okay. around the hyper pop emo spectrum. So let's give I'm him a intrigued. listen. This is, huh? I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Uh, this is Parisian fur, Par- Parisian, Par- Parisian, Parisian, Parisian. Par- Parisian? I think so. Parisian, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll do a Google thing when we <laughs> when we get back from this. All right. Yeah, I, I think we were just a tiny bit off with our prediction we were kind of right with the emo part but um yeah. it's definitely like the i don't want to say like zoomer emo kind of wave where it's like yeah the, okay where it's like the it's like the surf rock kind of thing but like there's a tinge of just like emo in there you know i would say it's very and i, I i've never been um and i'm not entirely sure of if what i'm saying has any kind of backing to it at all but i would say it's got a really la sound like it's got such a i don't know if it's yeah it's the kind of beachy clean guitars or mm-hmm. it's the kind of um because the production as well is kind of like almost garage um, yeah it's, it's it's very kind of it just sounds it's got like it's very similar to a lot of like la songs and la bands that i know mm-hmm. um and it definitely had that kind of sound to it. It was very, um, yeah, very indie, very almost dream kind of dream pop, dream pop indie kind of yeah. Yeah, it's a it's. I think it has like a lot of different aspects of several different genres like mixed together, and I think that's kind of what makes it really unique in a sense. I enjoyed that song. I could see why I had it saved yeah. previously, and yeah. I'm surprised I forgot about it. But um, but yeah, like seriously though good song um i'm kind of surprised uh there's only two million on here uh which boredom yeah because this this kind of genre is like really popping off as of late yeah like especially on like the tiktok scene like i've been seeing a lot of that um and yeah it seems like he's been kind of just building up for this first debut album um so yeah for a first album first kind of like foray into music this is a pretty solid experience i'm definitely gonna have to like deep dive into this a lot later that's um i mean two million two million is like that's nothing to shake a stick at that's oh yeah insane that's loads but what i found really interesting about that as well is that i've listened to artists who have less than a hundred listens on a song Oh yeah, and to have production that's really tight, really insane, and really um, high value, mm-hmm. but the song itself isn't there. Good. So yeah, yeah, but that production there, and it obviously was kind of a little bit on purpose for the kind of sound. It's kind of a bit more relaxed, a bit kind of a mm-hmm. garage bandy feel to it. Um, but just because the song really, um, the song carries it. The song's fantastic. Yeah, no, seriously though, like the, 
I, I will say the production quality on it is really superb. Like, there's a lot of yeah. One thing I've noticed with this doing this show is that like a lot of the time, even though they seem like they have like little to no fucking like listeners and all that stuff, they have really high end production quality, which mm-hmm. is very impressive. It's not that we actively search for that kind of stuff, but you know, it's mm-hmm. it's just like you it it's kind of surprising when you see a lot of that stuff and then yeah and it looks like he's done like a live show too at some point from judging by his this picture right here so only only to assume that maybe you know he's done some live performances at some point so i'd love to i'd love to see him live at some point i'd love to just maybe see where his journey goes for a little bit but yeah that was eventide um and the songs we played were you know what i'm gonna Look this up. It's, it is <laughs> uh, Parisian. It's someone from Paris. A Parisian. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. All right. Cool. Or a thing from Paris, rather. Probably, yeah. All right. Let's see what we got next. We got 50. Okay. So we were up and then we're back down. Oh, we were one away from a really, really good song. Um, <laughs> Mega what? Mango. Mega Mango. Okay. Never this heard. Is- Never heard of them. This is a uh, no. two million, two million, one million. They have a hundred and thirty thousand monthly listeners. Wow. Okay. okay, so they're they're getting there. Uh, let's see. Debut single. You spent all your love. Where are they from? Okay, so Chicago, Seattle. Looks like they're from the Midwest. Okay, around that area. Yeah, yeah. That that's what it's looking like, and they look like a rock band. Um, yeah. Let's see. New Noise, Finds Rock, Slow Dance With You. I'm looking at all their stuff. Fruit Core? <laughs> what the fuck is Fruit Core? All right. Okay. Um. You know what? I'm intrigued. Oh, because, because they're Mega Mango. Oh! So it's just, just bands that have, like, fruit names, I guess. Wait. Mega Mango. Near, no, you're wrong on that. Oh, Peach Pit. But Near Tears. Moxie. Andrew Apple Pie. Okay, so you're... Kind of, yeah. Hippocampus, Fruit bats, okay. Kiwi Junior, I, I, I strawberry I just... guy. So we're, I think we're tiptoeing around the the little yeah. emo spectrum because this is typically like a like an emo indie kind of thing, you know. Yeah. All right. So this is their song, Blurt. Um, Love it. Blurt by Mega Mango. Great names. Let's give them a listen. All right, that was sick. That was really that cool. Was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was that awesome. Was so cool. That was really cool. Okay, yeah, we got like math rock, indie pop, yeah. like indie rock pop type shit. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like it was the like the 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 vocals were and the kind of like uh, it was very pop, very kind of like. Mm-hmm. But then there was that guitarist. What, what I don't know, or not just the ideas behind the guitar. It was doing like eight different things. It would have a really oh cool God. idea, and then they would kind of play a reverse track, and then kind of glitch in and out. Yeah, oh, it was really cool. That was really cool. That was awesome. Like how, dude, the mix of pop, uh, the mix of math rock with like mm-hmm. indie pop rock kind of stuff. Just, I didn't know how well that would blend, and yeah. I really want to see more of that. That's really cool. Yeah, that was. I'm gonna definitely listen to whatever fucking fruit core is because that was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, we can call this like, fruit yeah. core. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, new I'll genre. Call it fruit core. If it's if it's a thing, then it's a thing. So yeah. Oh, that was really cool. That was that fantastic. was awesome. Can I? <laughs> I, f- I feel bad that I don't 
All, oh my god. <laughs> Fucked up in the crib drinking Dr. Bob who submitted <laughs> Right. If I, if I didn't want if I didn't abide by the rules, I would one hundred percent play this oh, yeah. check that out. But oh, yeah. anyways, well, back on to number forty eight if you can. <laughs> yeah, pray for number forty eight at some point. Um no, but Blurt by Mega Mango, that was really good. That was it's one of those ones where I don't have any notes on it. I can't I wasn't sit there kind of listening to it intently and thinking, okay, what are the drums doing, what's the bass doing? I was just like just vibing, just enjoying it so much I couldn't like I couldn't focus. Dude, that happens a ton on like the, the podcast because like we find music like this and we're just like, Man, what Yeah. <laughs> Man, but... that was good. That was good. And that was good. But like sometimes that's all a song just need that's all sometimes all you just need to say for a song is just yeah. it's good. It's it's great even. Like mm. there's no notes, there's nothing really like even yeah. more to say about it. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, I definitely you know, I'll be telling people about Mega Mango because yeah. definitely give them a listen, definitely be telling people about it. I was at one point I was there's a song or an artist that was really similar in my mind that I'd listened to. And then my brain just kind of went, stop doing that, listen to the song. And I was like, oh yeah, what am I doing? Who cares? Just to the song. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was awesome. Let's see what we're rolling next. 12. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, we're getting into scary oh. territory. Oh, yes. I saw what it is. Yeah, that one? This guy? Number. Oh, is it? I thought it was, is it 12? Oh, is it 12? Oh, no, no. I'm talking just like we're getting into, oh. Ah. Uh. Oh, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We all know who the fuck it is. It's Paramore. Yeah. It's, it's, we all know who Paramore is. We oh, all know yeah, who Paramore Misery Business. If you haven't heard Misery Business by Paramore, um, that's quite the big fucking boulder you're living under. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, there's nothing really to say about that. It's just it's misery <laughs> business by Paramore. I don't even want to like listen to the song because I'm just like it's misery business by Paramore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to the song so many I, times, dude. Saints Row Two had this song in their soundtrack, and it was this <laughs> song. It was th- first of all that was the first way that was the first time I ever listened to this song was through that game, and mm-hmm. it also introduced me to Panic at the Panic at the Disco's I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Oh, hell yeah. Um, fuck it. Let's just give it a listen, I guess. Yeah, we'll listen to cool. it. Why not? Why, Why not? not? Yeah, it's Misery Business by Paramore. <laughs> Misery Business, yeah. I don't really know what to say about it. I'm, I mean, I know they've got a real... I mean, Haley Williams has got a real complicated history with that song. Yeah. Um, um yeah. I don't... I, I'm not filled in on the Paramore lore. Um... So, so she was basically they're a Christian band. Not a lot of people know this about Paramore. They're a oh, Christian really? band. They were um, and a really, really Christian band as well. When you look into like things they've said and what they've done, um, mm. and that obviously wasn't their audience. That wasn't their crowd. And she kind of wrote that song at the age of like sixteen or something, seventeen, and kind of wrote that song as a kind of like in a kind of vengeful mindset of like the kind of like a kind of fuck you basically to um the kind of like normal more popular girls and stuff like that mm-hmm. um are a kind of fuck you as well to like people that are more uh, like promiscuous and things like that but then mm-hmm. kind of went back on it and 
decided like maybe that's not a healthy view to have and maybe that's it's not very um it's just not a very positive way to be looking at other people and it's kind of a song written out of like spite and a song yeah. that's not very and so they just stopped playing it they were just like we're not gonna we're i'm not gonna play that i'm not gonna perform that anymore for a couple of years and then recently she's kind of kind of come back to it and said like well yeah i don't think these views now but i did think them then and i was kind of angry at the time then so i'm gonna i'm happy to perform it um mm -hmm. as long as i understand that these are not the views i currently have and also i think she understood that that song meant so much to like a whole generation of like pop oh, punk yeah. emo fans that was that was one of my like five pillar songs that got me into like pop punk that was one of the oh, kind of wow. I was so uh, that song came out. Um, it must have been about two thousand six, two thousand seven, and it was when I was starting to get into more modern rock. I listened to rock, mm -hmm. but I listened to what my dad listened to. Um, I didn't listen to much of my own music, but um, <laughs> slowly I got into things like Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two, mm -hmm. and then um, I would watch a TV channel called Kerrang. It was like a music channel, yeah, um, and they would show. They would show that music video for uh, Misery Business, I Write Sins Not Tragedies, um, music videos for like Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, all these kind of like really cheesy and but also like pop punk songs. Mm -hmm. And um, that just got me into the genre. And it's, it's still a genre I listen to constantly. Um, yeah. For me, it was, I was like, it was 2006. I was five at the time because uh, I was born in 2001. You're 2001. Um, I'm 1996. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's my. I think that's my oldest brother. But uh, on the subject of him, he would listen to this kind of stuff. He would listen to Paramore. He would listen to like this part of Paramore, uh, and then he would listen to, like Fallout Boy and all that stuff. So I got into mm. that via both of my older brothers because uh, Sean would listen to Breaking Benjamin, uh, mm. Green Day, all that stuff, and I listened. I was the same way i didn't listen to my own music until like i started yeah. gaining consciousness um yeah uh -huh. <laughs> so i i started listening to that stuff and i was like oh this is really really good and i guess from there um i didn't hear misery business from Par by paramore until i broke into my brother's xbox 360 and oh, nice. i played i played his copy of saints row 2 which i believe oh, had nice. this song and then also i read sins not tragedies yeah and but i was very familiar with like fallout boy and three days grace all that stuff and yeah i started i i was always more of a rock emo type kid mm -hmm. um like in just in terms of music and stuff like that and then when i started diving into my own tastes i developed i, I gravitated more towards like uh, dance Gavin Dance, um, more post-hardcore emo type bands. Right, okay. Um, and yeah, so as much as I don't have like a real history with this song, and actually this is the first time I've heard this song since 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I can't escape this song. <laughs> so it's on my gym playlist. I go to a, there's a club in Glasgow, which if, um, if anyone is not even lives in scotland but if anyone um not even lives in glasgow sorry but lives in scotland or maybe even lives in the uk mm -hmm. um they'll have heard of it's called the cat house 
it is the rock and emo club oh wow and it's very infamous it's um basically it's almost like a crash for anyone that would wear black on a night out so everyone would go to like pop places and the kind of normal clubs and then everyone else other kind of nerdy rock kids all go to cat house and this is one of their like staples it comes on about three times a night <laughs> been, you can't escape it I, i've heard it all the time i can recite the entire song with my like in my sleep to be honest by this point my um but my sister was um i just remember this now she was the biggest paramore fan she was obsessed mm -hmm. as soon as she heard that kind of sound um that was it she was just completely hooked and she had all their albums she knew the whole band's history oh, she wow. had all their lyrics she would learn all the songs and then um and yeah and just and also show me a lot of paramore's back catalog oh, really? which i would recommend if you haven't listened to their like earlier 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 stuff um it's really good give that a listen because it's really cool yeah i'm a very i'm a very surface level paramore yeah person again i haven't listened to them in like two years because my ex-girlfriend was really big on them and then i ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh classic stuff um <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah for me the only real songs i've heard is this and uh ain't it fun and maybe like a couple of other ones because ain't it fun was my mother's like big paramore song yeah because that was on like a lot of that's what I call music type stuff. Oh, do people still get those? I know they make them, but no one I, buys them, surely. I, no one has. I know they poured it all of like the kids Bob shit to Spotify then. Yeah. So they don't advertise that anymore. But that's what I call music. Has that like died? So it's, it is still on the go. Because I, I, I watched a video about this recently. It is still mm -hmm. on the go. But I mean, who's no one buys cds i mean yeah you have streaming services streaming i mean services. vinyls uh, vinyl it's either vinyl or streaming and even vinyls yeah. for like music nerds no one no one buys a cd and they're not making vinyls if that's why i call music I yeah no, no one's no one's buying a that's what i call music <laughs> vinyl collection exactly <laughs> so i don't know what they're doing i, I don't yeah. understand it's like maybe yeah, maybe they're yeah, on yeah. some like black section of like spotify oh, yeah. or like the the black market like yeah <laughs> i have no idea oh man i gotta look into that that's a maybe i'll make like <laughs> a youtube video essay on that <laughs> um all right let's see what we're rolling again wow we're back in the fucking 200 214 we're just jumping back and forth <laughs> yeah uh, let's see, 214, 214, Be Nice to Me by Sugar Rush High. Oh, this is hyper pop. This is hyper pop. This is high. This guy, th if this, this is... is not hyper pop, I don't, yeah. I, I'm, I don't know what's real anymore. Um, <laughs> new Q running shoes. <laughs> he has no stylus edition. Okay. I really like their names. Yeah. <laughs> I like the song names. Yeah, this is yeah. so. Look at, I mean, look at the streams. There's yeah, seven hundred and ninety-six monthly listeners, three thousand, six thousand. Yeah, they are yeah, under really... underground album this year, probably. Yeah, the aesthetic is one hundred percent hyper pop. Yeah, <laughs> Sparkle Dog playlist X three. <laughs> oh my god, this radiates yeah. early two thousand flash game type art. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Now I'm nostalgic. Fuck. Okay. Um. 
so let's see this is be nice to me so yeah my predictions like hyper pop mm-hmm. i don't know what else could it, it could be like maybe techno or something i don't know maybe something like um not hyper pop but hyper pop adjacent something kind of a bit more like i don't know vapor wavy kind of chill oh yeah i i it's, it's just it's definitely hyper pop hyper pop or like fast techno or yeah something stupid there's nothing else it could be especially with like the name the aesthetic the art like this is all very like diy uh like hyper pop type stuff so i mean if we put it on and it turns out to be like big band crooner music (laughs) (laughs) well fuck me i guess dude i quit the podcast the press is over i'm done (laughs) all right let's give it a go yep is that alvin the chipmunks yes it is okay so I just got blasted back to like the window XP era yeah. with like Caramella dancing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that's what it kind of reminds me of, but it also has like a ton of hyper pop elements. There's it's this weird mix. It was this sort of, I mean, I say weird. It was a really nice mix between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really sort of almost like space hunter scooter cascada. Almost, like, <laughs> I don't know if you know, all those kind of like artists. <laughs> um and then also it had at the end especially that really kind of hyper pop element mm-hmm. and yeah th- was that was that Al- alvin and the chipmunks was, yeah that he, was that album and the chipmunks in the beginning? i think so get mad hold at on. the chipmunks hold on hold on yeah it is it is i think it's the live action one but it's yeah. definitely like an alvin and the chipmunks sample that's fucking awesome that's awesome that's, that's awesome. funny as fuck Oh my god, I mean, that was that was just really cool. I really like yeah the the chorus was really catchy. The, the, that hook chorus was really really cool. I, I love that. I like again. I get. I just got reminded of the time when like I had my Windows XP computer, yeah. the family computer in the basement, and like Caramella dancing, Cascade, like those kind of fucking videos were around all the time. Yeah, and. Yeah, but like now with like a modern hyper pop aesthetic to it, and it definitely felt like if I was watching the music video or if I was making the music video in my head, it would just be Windows Movie Maker with just like <laughs> just, just the lyrics popping up and screaming different like fade wipes <laughs> and the, stuff like that with the blue comic sense. Yeah, exactly, like... that's that's really what it felt like. I could almost <laughs> picture the lyrics in my mind doing at like just those at like... animation. At like 240p with the most yeah. bit crunched audio. <laughs> like a clip art just comes in of something or like Like it sounds like it's coming out of a DS or a Game Boy yeah. Advance. <laughs> oh yeah, that's got fucking hella DS flipbook vibes. That's Oh my god, like, dude. Yeah, yeah, I feel like either it would be like a movie maker, like a Windows XP movie yeah. maker or a DS flip note yeah type video like oh my god wow so really cool i like that it was very cool i like when it that kind of switched to um the kind of three four time thing that was really mm. 2003-ish 2000 like that was very that reminded me a lot of there's a song jumping all over the world by scooter it sounded mm. similar to that um very kind of what uh, what was it called uh there was a 
there was a dance style that was a lot of that um kind of like i think i know what you're talking about yeah it's, but it's not kinda, it was like thumb. jumping it was it was called like a jump style jump style that's yeah it. jump style was like a whole thing yeah yeah oh my god dude just reminds me of like new grounds and web yeah. forms and all that shit i was barely even around for that but i i know exactly what vibe they were going for and that that was cool yeah that was cool that was be nice to me Two's the number not spelled out um so it's just the digit and then by sugar rush high uh you can tell how they spell high um <laughs> not great like name, by the way great name yeah. great yeah, name sugar I, rush high is such a cool name i love the i love the like font they used for it too like yeah. that's very like mm -hmm. uh new grounds flash game type font yeah. where uh -huh. Where like they're like yeah futuristic it's it's a uh, yeah. it's Disney Disney XD type thing you know <laughs> like Jet X. It's very similar. If there's um oh, uh, I think it's called Space Channel Five. It's got the exact same kind of font yeah. and with the girl and stuff like that. It's really really similar. Oh man! All right. Next roll three seventy five. Oh wow. Ooh. At like the tip end of this okay uh 375 raspberry by the lvp uh oh Ooh. oh 46 monthly listeners the nothing song they have they don't even have like a stream number on this uh, uh this is my shit math rock band Ooh. Ooh, started in 2020 so wait a minute if they, if they started in 2020 oh shit so i guess this might be a case of like they just did live sessions and now they're putting out stuff right okay where they have like a ton of demos in the back that they would just like yeah uh -huh. they would play and then not okay because yeah they're, they're doing like live performance stuff but they only have like one song out so i assume that's the case where it's like they just started putting out stuff but they're yeah they had but they made they have music that they've performed and stuff okay mm -hmm. I'm very intrigued by this. This is yeah, the first time too. we've ha this is the first time we've ever had like an artist on this section of the show where they have one song and like no listeners. So this is this is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, Raspberry by the LVP. Um yeah, I think it was it was really good. Definitely not math rock. Um Yeah. There was elements, there was kind of like drum fillers and kind of some guitar stuff going on. But I always associate, I, I've, it's not a genre I've listened to, associate up with like mm -hmm. um, loads of different time signatures and weaving in and out and going a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely more like an indie rock kind mm -hmm. of vibe. But I still like not, it's still a great song. Ooh. yeah kind of psychedelic kind of chill those yeah. lyrics were great those are like those the kind of style of those lyrics was fantastic my only gripe was i think in the start the vocals were a little too raw i think they could have used like a little bit more of a vocal effect over it but um yeah uh -huh. but i think as the song picked up and got into the chorus i, yeah. I really enjoyed mm -hmm. it um yeah wow so yeah if you're in the new york area they're from new york um oh, okay if you're in the new york area you know go check out their shows seriously like i bet they have a lot more like songs under their belt instead of just one six minute mm -hmm. song um 
but yeah no i really enjoyed that i liked the i liked the vocals especially mm -hmm. in the especially in the chorus i thought the chorus is super super catchy um yeah. a lot of the instrumentation you know i aside from it not being math rock i'm not gonna try and gatekeep though um definitely like really solid got sort of like the same beachy vibe as eventide uh but more leaning on the lighter pop spectrum not necessarily like yeah. the darker emo rock, like pop i think there was like the guitar solo there's one brief moment that was really kind of proggy um mm. where it was really discordant and that was really cool and kind of psychedelic and i loved that and also i love the fact that it kind of instead of I'm, I'm awful for it as a songwriter of um, just building up building up and then the last chorus i kind of like put everything in the last chorus and i make everything as big as possible but mm -hmm. i really liked how they just didn't do that how you had this big solo and then it died down and then it was just really really calm towards the end almost like it's it's happened and then had this little breather of uh just really light lyricism and really light like um I thought that was really cool that was a really yeah. cool idea um yeah because like they yeah they tend they kind of built it up a little bit and then kind of exploded but then like it was almost like a it's almost like a plot like how yeah how it like rises and then you know and then it dives down mm -hmm. i really i really enjoyed that i i definitely hope they like they put out more music because that was super yeah. cool again they only have 76 uh 46 not 76 46 monthly listeners uh so if you want to go check them out before they get cool um <laughs> do that uh 2000s seems to be the vibe today yeah because uh -huh. it it almost did have like a 2000s sort of like garage yeah. style there was a yeah there was a little bit of that kind of like i think it was you know i think it was the the vocalist i think his voice yeah there's a hint of something in there that was like i i don't know maybe i'm i, I couldn't think of an artist <laughs> similar but it was there was something maybe like if you've listened to like early kings of leon mm -hmm. maybe something like that um where it, just something in his voice and something about everything backed up it did feel a little bit like a little bit 2000s -y. yeah yeah, hopefully we keep that up. Let's see where we roll again. 275. Didn't we get... Yeah, that was 375, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> we just got a 100 step down. Okay. Uh, let's see. 275. Bad Sounds Zakaria. Okay. Uh, 302,000 monthly listeners. They have 5 million, 5 million, 2 million, 1 million. Yeah, they're... Okay, so they're pretty not underground. Yeah um uh -huh. grammy nominated and mercury yeah, okay, award okay yeah. yeah yeah all right cool um oh they're from i'd like oh, to... from london london um, london Australia. australia uh, australia so uh probably around in those two territories uh if they're really that big uh loose records uh come together merge create a sound which you hear elements comprising of Comprising loose record store genres like hip hop, rock, electronica, traditional pop. Okay, so yeah. we're we're kind of in a like a like a hybrid band kind of thing. Yeah. So this this is interesting. Oh, best of FIFA. They're in fucking FIFA. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah. 
Yeah, there we go. Soft office. I already, I already know exactly the sound that it's going to be now. You yeah. told me it's a FIFA song, and that's, that's it. I know exactly. Actually, the name is really familiar to me. I think I might have listened to this. I don't appear. I don't appear to have any songs, but knowing me, I'll probably recognize it the second I hear it. But um, yeah, this is Zacharia by Bad Sounds. Let's give it a listen. So that was Zachariah by Bad Sounds. Um, yeah, wow. Um, there's a lot to that song. Uh, yeah. I kind of heard like a little bit of like thriller in there, but there was a lot of just kind of like 80s disco. I even heard a little bit of like Foster the People in that. Like, Yeah, okay, yeah. So like, because it would have been really good in like 20... Mm-hmm. I'd like to say 2010 around that time when like Foster the People yeah. was kind of like breaking down. So like, you know, we we took a step above the early 2000s stuff, and now we're breaking into 2010s around there. So I was definitely getting kind of some Gorillas vibes, and then also some like LCD sound system kind of kind of some of their stuff mm. vibes. But but <laughs> it really was I I, I couldn't. The whole time I was listening to it, all I could help is this is why I'm called FIFA Core Music. That's what it is. <laughs> if you've ever played a FIFA game, you know you know what kind of music that is, and that's that's what it is. It's all so that kind of like indie pop, kind of easy listening indie pop, still really mm-hmm. catchy and cool. But yeah, it's very uh, just and something kind of UK and cool about it. I was like, ah, oh, it's FIFA Core. It's funny that I, it's funny because I never played a FIFA game. I've only played like NHL and NFL, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, well, which are which are huge over here. Yeah, huge. Um, yeah. Which they're their own spectrum because, like, I I remember hearing like that uh, the NFL games kind of became more of a like the Madden the Madden games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They became more FIFA core instead of like what they used to be because back way back when uh in like mad like mad no way they used to do like a lot of hip-hop and like rock right, nhl right. was 100 percent all in on new metal and rock yeah nhl i think nhl blitz had fucking rolling by limp oh, biscuit yeah. in it and i think it, i think that was like one of the only licensed songs that they had so all you and they wouldn't play like the verses they'd only play the chorus so all you'd hear is rolling rolling <laughs> rolling rolling what um but yeah seriously like really good kind of like yeah. mellow pop you know gorillas has this sort of not psychedelic feel but just very easy going almost disco in some areas yeah mm-hmm. um there was a kind of there was some cool like um i think it was like before the chorus there was a little like i don't know if it was a sample of something else it was just a drum fill that was it like kind of discordant time kind of like three against two yeah going on. that was really cool i love that i think um, what i some of the guitars were great as well yeah i think what i really liked about it too is how just like unexpected the chorus came in because yeah. like because like instead of you know building up to the chorus it just kind of like full switches like you don't expect it to kind of like explode like that and i i really like it when uh like artists tend to do that where it's like you don't expect it and it's just like whoa where where did this come from yeah yeah um cool yeah bad sounds check them out if you haven't um I think they were British. I think they were British. They were one hundred. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely I, how that feels. 
I, I did not hear because I was like, I was, I'm like, I need to listen to see if it's Australian or British. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely heard a lot more British than that. Yeah, so. I had that sound to it. I will say very quickly on the kind of um, on the subject of FIFA is that what's weird about it, FIFA as a video game series was kind of intrinsically entwined with UK music for a while. Yeah. Um, and introduced people to um, it introduced people to bands like the Hoosiers were a huge band because of mm-hmm. FIFA. Um, Avicii uh, got oh big God, off of yeah. FIFA. Quite a, quite a lot of these bands got big off of just because they were on FIFA. It was like a huge thing to have your song that's, on FIFA. So that's like, probably well why done they got for that band. Because yeah. yeah, that's probably why they got big. That's probably yeah. yeah wow. But <laughs> as soon as I it's saw FIFA, I was like, it. okay. Um, let's see what we're rolling for next. Thirty-four. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, that's the thing with these. We get like really random with this. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> Weary featuring uh, Weary by Mirrors featuring Becca Stevens. Uh, I don't want to pronounce that name in case I'm yeah, fucking I'm yeah. There's uh, Louis Cato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Michael League. So there's a lot of artists featured on oh, this. Yeah um never heard oh whoa they just feature okay so this was this had to be like a collaborative album yeah this seems like a collaborative this seems like it was from a collaborative album oh oh um okay so there's nothing about them a lot of listeners as well yeah 368 monthly listeners and i believe i guarantee you all these streams probably came from the other artists yeah it looks like it's just a giant group of like artists yeah. just kind of doing like a whole just jam album kind of yeah, yeah. i i, I want to know if they i, I don't want to say jazz but i feel like that might be what they are i, I i'm getting kind of I'm, i feel like they're gonna have like a folk pop indie mm. like kind of something that would be on in a nice cafe yeah you know? yeah so either like jazz or even just like folk pop or even indie i don't know where to go i don't know what what to even make of this there's so much of this yeah um yeah weary by mirrors featuring becca stevens i already said all the names i did the roll call um (laughs) i did the power rangers roll call let's do it yeah huh yeah i that was good i think i'm a i think I'm a little underwhelmed, not to the fault of the band, to like anyone in the the song. It's more just like, I don't know. I saw that picture and I was like, oh, they're gonna like, yeah, uh-huh. I yeah. Same. I, I was I just thought, expecting just a little more, you know. I'm sure. I think that would be really cool to watch live. I oh think, yeah. I think there's probably it's just in the recording and mix and stuff. You probably assume that that's just uh like midi tracks or just samples mm-hmm. that's going on i imagine it's like a bunch of artists doing a bunch of different of instruments and that singer was insane that singer was incredible yeah um there's some amazing kind of falsetto that's going on there um and especially when the one of the female like artists mm-hmm. started singing too i think they did a really good job at like syncing their vocals together and yeah. they harmonized really really well like that harmony was beautiful um 
I, but yeah. I don't know what genre? I was like, is it? It's it's kind of R and B adjacent. Adjacent, yeah. There was kind of like elements of kind of like trance elements of like R and B yeah. elements of like maybe even like dream pop, just a tiny, tiny yeah, and, and drop it, in there. I'm sure there is a. I'm sure that is an entire genre, but I just oh, yeah. don't know what what it is. The, like the chords were also kind of jazzy, so I, I have mm -hmm. no idea. Yeah, I kind of want to. Maybe at some point, like after this, I'll kind of dive more into them, and I'll maybe mm -hmm. I'll play them on a future episode because I want to hear more of their music to see what kind of changes. But I guess Mirrors is like a collaborative project between all of yeah. the artists. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I don't. If they're list if any of them are listening to this, don't take me saying I'm underwhelmed as like a bad yeah, thing. Uh -huh. It's more just like I hype myself up thinking that they were gonna be like We had a whole idea in our head of what it was <laughs> yeah. gonna be. We had a whole plan and it just came in, it was kind of chill and cool. And yeah. just, I'll be honest as well, I was slightly distracted. The first half of that, there was an ice cream van outside my flat. <laughs> and I could just hear the jingle over and over. And initially I thought it was part of the song. Oh, it's back. back. It's eight. It's eight thirty p.m. here on a Monday night. I don't know. Why the fuck is there an ice cream truck? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's there. Maybe it's, it's so just weird. in my head. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Um. All right. We're on our last song. All we right. Ten songs. We're on song number ten. So let's see what we get. Final roll. Let's get a good one. One hundred and thirty-seven. We're back up. Okay. Oh, that was that was close. I need to remove that. Um. Let's see, 137, Eliza May. Oh, uh, that's a name I know. That's a name I know too. She, yeah, she submitted her music for the pop episode, the pop submission, oh, the same okay. one you submitted your music to. Oh, that's how I been yeah. that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, All right. I vividly remember that because I got you and her in the same submission, and then she resubmitted her music for fans have ox not oh, this cool. not this round i believe for i believe round one or two um okay. i think we follow each other then because of this because i definitely know that name never we might maybe it's just because i know in the episode <laughs> but we might follow each other because of this so this yeah. will be that's a cool one to land on. I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, wow, it's kind of come full circle. If it was your music, yeah. I would have been like, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's a pop artist. Um, from what I recall, she does like, I don't, I think like it was, um, it's like I don't want to say folk, but it was, it wasn't like bubblegum pop either. Despite the okay. imagery you're gonna see, despite the yeah. imagery, um, I believe she's from Britain. It's looking like yeah, that. Birmingham, London, yeah. Yeah, it's looking like that. Um, but yeah, so we've we've promoted her music before on the Pop Submissions episode, and now we get her again. Um, yeah, let's give it a listen. That was a cool song to end on. That was yeah, a great song to cool. end on. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Amazing only... vocals. Yeah. Really nice vocals on that. Really nice harmony, really nice vocals. That is someone that's... You know, you some sometimes you listen to certain vocalists, and you know that they are kind of self-taught, or they're kind of, mm -hmm. um, you know, they can sing, but they can sing naturally. That's someone that's been trained. That's someone that yeah. knows what they're doing. That's someone that knows technique and skill. I'm really surprised by only 109 monthly listeners, and then yeah. like 10,000 on just. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, okay, good. She has more views. I was about to say. Uh -huh. I was about to say if that if that was it, that oof. Um, 
but yeah, really, really good. Wow. I'm happy. I'm really happy that we ended on someone else that's also because I'm currently sort of navigating the the UK indie scene and it's a weird scene, mm-hmm. but it's also a really because it's such a small island. It's a really kind of tight knit community. Mm-hmm. Um, where there's so many artists and loads of us are all like constantly producing music and so it's really cool to have someone in that same circle because it's a really good community everyone kind of yeah. builds each other up and everyone promotes each other um and that just the song as well in general i love the kind of now that felt very kind of like um a kind of jazzy r&b kind of really light instrumentation yeah um, really soft that really gave her vocals just time to just like come through and shine the 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 guitar riff in the back like the it almost had like a little it just had like the tiniest tinge of math rock to it and i loved that Mm -hmm. that was so cool especially during like the chorus too when like yeah it was going like on a little higher note that was awesome like seriously this was one of like i think this is one of my favorite songs from her like yeah it could it could have like the guitar in the back could have done something really simple to just carry it through but because it did something kind of like complex and a wee bit out there uh really yeah it just adds a little something a little extra like spice yeah it's not it's not the core of the song but it just adds a little like a little cherry on top a little bit like cinnamon or something that just makes you go oh that's nice because because she could have easily have just done like a just a simple acoustic yeah and uh, and that was it and uh but that little riff on the end really just tied a knot at the end of the like like throughout the whole Mm -hmm. song and it was man it was so good wow there's there's a a point kind of like in the second verse where Mm -hmm. just that harmony came in and the the harmony just continues up through the whole song that was like that was a little moment of just like oh yeah here we go and now we're in like now we're there that's now we're kicking really tight as well beautifully like written harmony um yeah that was really cool yeah great like episode we had no bad songs there was Mm -hmm. wow because it was funny a lot of cool underground artists as well yeah smaller artists which is always what i want to hear i want to hear some shit i've never heard before especially in comparison to like last episode where we got like two underground people and then everything else was like super like well known Mm -hmm. um it's also kind of funny too because you're from scotland which is next to britain and the last person i also had the last person i had on was british his name was matthew wright so i'll i'm gonna i'll do a bit of an education so yeah scotland is in britain okay i'm so sorry about this this is this is how um this is so confusing and stupid so scotland is in britain (laughs) scott there's scotland on top there's england underneath but then that island is britain and then yeah you add a couple more countries and that's the uk i'm thinking so yeah scotland, I, I mixed it up wales with, is britain uh, i mixed it up with ireland i mixed it up it's, with yeah. ireland because ireland's oh, the fine. island like right next to it and yeah. i always forget so where you get so yeah and ireland are like and ireland's also it's this whole thing because it's ireland but then you also have northern ireland which is a different yeah. country but it's on the same land so i'm it's like you guys have got it way easier. You've got fifty states, and then that's it. We have like three kicking about there, and that's we have it. like four countries. Just like yeah, it's very of, easy. We've got like different four, like, ones a kingdom, con- ones a thing. Yeah, we got three countries on the continent. So yeah, <laughs> um, so 
we have we've there's too much going on and then also we all kind of like everyone in the uk we all kind of love each other but also we fight a lot of the time it's very mm -hmm. it's, it's very strange um <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah it's very complicated you sorry you were saying anyway <laughs> don't worry i'm american i'm horrible at geography uh <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i forgot what i was going on oh yeah so uh i had a guy i had a guy on here his name is matthew wright he's british and we only got like pretty much only exclusively just british artists we never yeah. we and same thing kind of happened here so i think there's a either i have a lot of british people who really <laughs> like my show or yeah. I just, or i only get british artists when well, i i found out about this through the show from a british artist who retweeted um, oh yeah so i reckon when i say that there's that kind of music sphere that we have in the uk i think your podcast might have been thrown into it <laughs> so you might be part of that kind of scene there because a lot of us were, were really big into indie music and bigging each other up so you might have accidentally thrown yourself into there i so do you might get a lot more uk artists dude no i i know for a fact i have a pretty i think my obviously like you know my american base is pretty big i'm gonna give you guys a peek into my statistics real quick yeah yeah let's go 79 percent obviously is from america um eight percent canada four percent is france oh wait no oh, I'm looking, hell yeah i'm looking at the wrong i'm looking at the wrong because <laughs> i have two versions of the podcast up so let me uh, yeah. actually uh let me go to podcasters because i'll pull up my real analytics let me call out some people <laughs> uh let's see what we got here audience yeah 81 percent is from the united states nine percent is from the united kingdom the rest is canada mexico latvia australia netherlands japan peru spain saudi arabia uh <laughs> germany yeah. germany brazil new zealand switzerland sweden singapore guatemala Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. yeah i, I can't <laughs> <laughs> uh and finally poland which is uh, funny because okay. I'm Polish. Uh, there you uh, go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we have a very diverse thing. Yeah. And eighty and from the uh, the UK viewers, we have eighty nine percent from Britain, England, and then eleven percent from Scotland. So that's there you go. that's really cool. There you um, go. Yeah. Uh, so we have a we have a decent chunk of. Uh, like obviously you know i'm american so i get a lot more american viewers but decent chunk from great britain that's really cool i'm glad i can extend that out yeah nice yeah so wow seriously like this is honestly like super cool and again you know i i'm glad i did that pop submission thing and that british guy <laughs> retweeted it because then i wouldn't have met i wouldn't have found you eliza may and probably all the other artists that i promoted yeah, on this man. show thanks very much for having me on because this is and actually thanks very much for playing and promoting my music as well because yeah dude um it's a really cool idea for a podcast and i was excited to come on thank you um and dude thank you for making like awesome music man i listen to not smart like every day <laughs> like it's, uh, cheers, man. It, it's on my car playlist um <laughs> and it's it's towards the bottom i have a playlist called like repeat jams and i only listen to like whatever's on the bottom all right okay so yeah. you so you're there uh, and thanks man yeah, you're on you're on a good rotation. So <laughs> Yeah, seriously, man. Like 
thank you for making good music and thank you for your interest in the podcast thank you for coming on yeah no worries thanks very much for having me on it was really really fun yeah uh thank you all thank you all for listening to today's episode of fresh off the press this was fans have ox if you ever want to you know come in and promote uh your own music or if you want to promote your friend's music or whatever uh we do this monthly it's usually the beginning of usually the beginning or middle of every month we release the playlist uh so you guys can just throw your submissions on there uh it's usually a collaborative playlist there's no limit um as seen by lucy uh because she's one of our she's one of my friends and she submits like a hundred songs per fans <laughs> episode so um yeah there's no limits to how much you can throw on this playlist uh the more the merrier um but yeah if you ever want to like submit your music go for it thank you all for listening and uh thank you ali for coming on yeah no worries thanks for having me on that was cool yeah and stream and go stream ali mcpherson's music uh not smart uh what was it the, what was i've the got name? information superhighway just information. came out and then i've got another one coming next month so sweet um yeah yeah anything I'll else you want to fire the next one into there <laughs> um, uh, yeah just follow me on uh, Spotify is Ali McPherson my Instagram is Ali McPherson Music I think and my Twitter is Ali underscore McP the plugs will also be in the bio for anyone curious and want to go follow him and uh, you guys can follow us on FOTP.podcast on Instagram FOTP Music Pod on Twitter and then if you want to submit uh any music for playing you can go on you can email us at fresh off the press 2020 at gmail um i might be changing that soon but yeah if you want to email your stuff to us um thank you again ali and thank you all for listening no worries